I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is good. I'm just that sad. Is sad. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. This is Dick Lee bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha Packs, exploring their F3 experiences and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. This episode, we got a guy who's uh, actually driving. I think um, we've done one uh, one of these uh, during a run, and we've done one uh, when I was in the car. I remember um, forget I forget whose that was, but I remember one time being in the car. But uh, also, a really great leader. Uh, I've had some time to just talk through uh, with this guy about life in the gloom, and um, just really get getting to uh, know him, really enjoy his company. And uh, so, Yogi, man, we're excited to see you uh, and, and just have a chance to hear your story. Uh, where we like to start off is just that first workout, who EH'd you, uh, what was the first workout like, and then uh, tell us how you got the name Yogi. Yeah, definitely. You know, glad to be here with you guys. Um, you know, my first, uh, who EH'd me was uh, Escobar. We, we actually went to high school together. And um, a funny story was I, I had actually just, I'd been in pretty bad uh, physical shape <laughs> in the last, uh, you know, about a year and a half before I got EH'd. I had, I had started getting into shape and I started dieting and, and was kind of getting into a, a better physical fitness state. And uh, I think Escobar put something on Facebook about a, a men's workout group. And um, kind of as I was on a, a fitness journey myself, it sounded sounded interesting. And I uh, first time I went out was we were at the, at the farm on a Friday in June of 2021. So actually my two years is going to be in the next couple of weeks here. But uh, yes, it was about two years ago and we went out and, and, and uh, yeah, it was a hard workout, but it was great. It was just kind of exactly what I needed. You know, and I, I had started getting in shape during COVID and a lot of that was, you know, you're by yourself, um, treadmills and, and, and weights and, and just the camaraderie and, and getting to meet some other guys and uh, that were kind of in the same zone as I was. It was, it was awesome. Well, well, tell us how, how, how you got the name. Let's go through the name of Rama. So uh, at the end there, you know, we were talking about, uh, you know, stuff you do, your likes and whatnot. Um, I kind of was going over you know, things I enjoy in my spare time. And I do a lot of camping. I own an RV and I spend a lot of time um, on the weekends at a camping lease. And uh, they came up with the name Yogi. <laughs> That's awesome. So is there an actual sound that follows it? Uh, I believe it's the, the, the boo-boo, the hey boo-boo. Hey boo-boo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. I think, uh, I think Mufasa started that. that. That's awesome. So, you know, what were your, I guess, overall th- thoughts on the first workout? Um, you know, were you all in? Were you kind of hesitant, reluctant to come back? I guess, what were your thoughts following that first well, beat down? I, I was all in after that. Um, it was, it, was, it was super challenging and it was super tough, but it, I was in a place where I kind of thought I was in shape, and then I realized how much I was not in shape, actually. So, you know, it was, you know, just the, the running and, and the carrying heavy things and the, and the repetitive, you know, push-ups and merkins and whatnot. I kind of realized, you know, maybe I'm not as in good shape as I thought I was. 
And uh, that was on Friday. So they're like, hey, come back on Monday. Yeah, we have this workout called the Murph. You'll, you'll love that. And uh, <laughs> that was my second workout. Nice. What'd you, what did you think of the Murph? Was that, had you done that before? Or? And that was, that was the first time I'd done a Murph. So, um, yeah, that was, that was super challenging. But, uh, you know, it was motivating seeing the guys that were, that were you know, double Murphing every Monday. And I, I thought to myself, that's my goal is I want to be able to do two and two in one morning and uh i i ended up getting there too so nice no that's good and i feel like the murph is kind of a notch for some guys under the belt i mean if you talk to people that aren't even f3 they know what the murph is right and and it's kind of a universal workout so and it's tough everyone knows it's tough so to yeah. kind of get that under your belt is is solid um yeah you know, it sounds like you're bought in pretty quick. I mean, are we talking every day poster, every couple of days as time permits? What what did it look like for you? Yeah, so for me, I, uh, you know, my, my wife actually has a, a she's in a, a workout uh, group with, with some people at her work, and they do Tuesday, Thursdays. So with the, her schedule, I was every Monday, Wednesday, Friday for her first year and, and a lot of Saturdays and some Sundays too. <laughs> You, so were you part of the um, – because there's a, a fairly large Millard South uh, core group, right, that started joining around the same time. So you're, you're part of that, that uh, core group, right, the Millard, Millard Mojo. Yeah, yeah, there was uh, – yeah, me and Escobar went to Millard South. And, uh, and uh, over time, uh, Big House, he doesn't post too frequently anymore. Uh, my brother Rowdy. So, yeah, there was a handful of us that all kind of came on that summer and uh, – and, and, you know, Sister Act had launched the main stage. Uh, it was within probably six weeks of, of my first posting. And uh, being so close to I still live in the area, that, that was really convenient. And then that kind of got us to be able to bring out a lot more guys that we knew. And we kind of were starting to EH a lot, a lot of other, uh, other, other guys. And then that kind of eventually led into our, our own site on Mondays. That's awesome, man. You know, it, it's interesting for me to – uh, hear guys getting super bought in super early and EHing guys really quick because I, I was the complete opposite. I was still a little unsure whether or not I wanted to share it or not. And I think that you are kind of like the epitome of what everyone should be doing is you realize it's something good and you should be sharing it as quick as possible. Um, you know, I do want to continue to focus on the, the first F piece real quick. Um, you know, you're bought in, you're working out every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, at what point are you taking on your VQ and, and walk us through that experience too? Yeah. So it was, uh, that was a funny story too. We, um, my, my VQ was probably six weeks after I first started. Um, you know, sister act had, uh, had a couple pop-ups there at Millard South. And, and I think you realized we were, you know, all in that area. So we were bringing in a Millard contingent all the time. And, and that's when he, you know, he asked me to, to VQ, I think it was the middle of August of that year. And I had just started at the end of June and I wasn't quite sure if I was ready, but, uh, but you know, I was, I was, I, I was all in and, and it went smoothly and, and uh, happy I did it. Well, I, I am curious how much support you got into the lead up of your VQ. Cause I, I hear different answers here. You know, I've heard some guys say, you know, I'm just here to kind of as a lifeline, if they need me, I kind of let them run with it at, you know, their own pace and however they want to do it. And then I've seen the flip side of it where, you know, I, for my VQ, Tater Tot reached out to me. We went over like the Google Maps image of where I was going to, and then he's, 
walking through, hey, what are you thinking and timing and exercise and step by step by step. So I guess I'm kind of curious, what did, what did Sister Act provide, not to put him too much on the spot here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he provided, uh, you know, he had sent over some of the blank, uh, you know, Q, uh, Q forms with, with breakdowns on time. And, and I, I actually uh, use the, the back, old backblast as a, as a resource. So I would go into the old backblast and read through those and, and see what other guys had done. And, and um, you know, in my limited amount of, of F3 time, I was able to kind of look back on the things that I enjoyed and, and was able to piece something together. And, and uh, you know, you always have to, he always reminded me to have extra things because a lot of times it'll go faster than you expect it to and it'll be over before you know it and you don't want to you know, run too short or too long. And it, it ended up providing me the resources and, and you know, left himself available. He offered to co queue for my BQ, but I, I felt pretty comfortable, uh, you know, going out on my own. You know, I, th I think we've noticed too, I mean, you mentioned six weeks after you started, you did your VQ and I think we're noticing that is sort of a hook for guys, right? If we can get a guy to VQ, um, you know, maybe month or two months in um, and give them a taste of what, what we're all about with the leadership stuff. I mean, I, I think that's, um, we've seen that work for, for a lot of guys. Do you feel like for you, was it, did the VQ do some of that or was it more sort of being able to reminisce with some of your, your high school buddies or what do you think? Um, or it sounds like maybe even you were just bought in from the get go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, uh, I was, I was pretty much bought in from the get go, but I, I think being thrust into a, a leadership position really quick, uh, not necessarily a position, but you know, everyone's a leader. It's a you know, rotating leader, but just, Feeling like the actual leadership, you know, with guys like you know, Sister Act and, and Tater Todd, and, and uh, you know, those guys felt confident that I could lead. You know, it, it gave me confidence to to do it and, and buy in even more. Yeah, it's one thing to for a group to say we value leadership, uh, but then never let anybody else lead, right? As opposed to like actually, no, we value leadership, and you're going to lead. You know, I think there's a difference there. Um, talk to me a little bit about, cause I think a lot of us are, you know, I don't know, maybe it's just pony and I, but we're, we're reliving some glory days, uh, from high school and, you know, but, um, I can't get, I can't get many of my high school friends to come out. So what, what's that been like, you know, cause I'm sure the fellowship piece has been pretty natural cause you're building, rebuilding or, or extending relationships, but what's been your experience there? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of cool. Cause it's, a lot of times, you know, especially when you get out of school, you you don't stay as close with uh, a lot of those guys, and you know, you you do your own things, you drift away, and and we're lucky, like, maybe maybe lucky, maybe not, but uh, you know, you have that the, the social media is out there, so you can stay, you know, vaguely connected. Where oh yeah, I know he's married, I know he's you know he's doing this or that. But you're able to reconnect with people, and you know what? I feel like if you, you take a break for 15, 20 years, and then you can reconnect with someone, and you're both in similar positions in your, you know, career, family, life, um, it's you know you can build on that, and it's it's been kind of cool. I love that. I, I love I love the idea of getting to reconnect, and you know, I think the um, one of the challenges, right, is is sort of as we as we reconnect, you know, maybe a certain amount of things have changed or you maybe are rebuilding that relationship or, you know, but it, kind of this idea of 
for a lot of guys having to build new friendships or relationships in the group. How do you feel like you, you feel like you were welcomed in by guys you didn't know or have been able to build some new relationships there too? Oh, def- definitely. I feel like I've uh, made a ton of new friends and, uh, you know, lifelong friends. I've, I've, met, I've met a lot of guys. Uh, it's, it's funny, you know, I had a, um, I made a career change based off an F3 guy I met. <laughs> and, um, and then we, at my new, my new career, I was, we had a Christmas party in Kansas city and, and then I had an F3 guy's daughter babysit the kids while we were in Kansas city. So it, the, the whole time we were driving down there, my wife was thinking it was funny that, you know, we're driving to this because of F3, we have an F3 person, you know, re- related person watching the kids. And it's just, it's, it's kind of all encompassed your, your life and it's, and it's for the better. Yeah, it, you know, it's so strange, like the connections that you make, um, you know, Omaha is already a, a small town, I, I small town feel for me, at least I feel like everyone kind of knows each other. Um, I guess, were you taking advantage of some of the second half opportunities that we had, um, and not just necessarily the first half to, to ex- expand on those connections? Oh, yeah, definitely. I feel like I'm, I would say 90% of my connections and interactions, meeting new people, uh, you know, learning more about, uh, you know, careers, backgrounds, families. I think that all happens at coffee. I mean, that's where I think where all the deals get done. It's after, after a workout and you're sitting around for 30, 45 minutes. Um, and that's, that's probably where I've met and made some of my strongest connections was just hanging out afterwards and drinking coffee or, uh, you know, I've been to a handful of the lunches and the, the, the poker tournaments and, and this and that. So it's, uh, I would say the, the second half aspect is probably one of the biggest when it comes in, in terms of connecting with other guys. What, you know, for a guy that hasn't done the, the poker tournament or some of those uh, events, what, what, what's that been like? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's fun. It's just the, it's this, the guys you work out with, the guys you drink coffee with, and, and then you see them, you know, later in the day and and uh, you just kind of continue to build on those those relationships that you made in the gloom yeah i i love that you know as, as you were talking um you know i was thinking you know for me this has sort of turned into like a, a coffee group with just sort of a requirement to work out beforehand you know it's like yeah. <laughs> it's you know i don't know um what uh you know as you're thinking about uh, second app stuff. Have you had a chance to do any of the like free delete or, or Q source discussions? Has that had an impact on you second app wise? Yeah, a, a little bit. I, I, I've, I've uh, you know, I've led one Q source and uh, yeah, I've sat in on a, on a handful of them, but uh, I haven't, I haven't not done a ton of that. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's interesting because it's one of those things we try to provide, right. To allow guys to go a little bit deeper, but if you're, finding that connection other other places what about like running and and that sort of stuff have you uh gotten a chance to to build any relationships on a on a run i think we hear a lot of times the pre-run is a yeah i, I would definitely say that and uh you know i think pre-running is about as much second f as it is first f um that was something i really got into and really embraced early on as well um you know pre-running I, I will say I've had a pretty rough winter the last, you know, four or five months have, have not been as kind to me for, for pre-running, but uh, that, that first, uh, you know, year and a half, I was, I was all in on the pre-run. Every, every workout was a double for me, basically. Um, and that's where, you know, I, I had never really run more than a 5k. And then I was running a 10k once a month 
I, I ran my first half marathon within eight months. So it was, uh, it was, it was a fast progression. What, what about, I mean, as you're thinking about, you know, you get into this fitness group kind of rebuilding or, you know, reigniting some relationships and then, you know, thinking about the faith piece, that third F what's been your sort of journey or, or experience there? How does it all connect for you? You know, the, 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 the third F aspect, I mean, I, I'm not a, I've never, I'm not a particularly uh, church going, I, I guess I would say, but I, I will, I will say, uh, I really, it has really had an impact on me that there's a, you know, something greater than myself. Um, you know, just the, the group's always there for you. And, you know, this winter I, I did have a, a loss in our family and I, I feel like just having the, the, the group there was really, really helped me get, get, uh, you know, really helped me move forward with that. Um, you know, the guys reaching out and, the, and the, you know, the, the, all the prayers, the texts, the calls, I mean, it's, it really reinforces that, you know, it is a, a, a greater, greater than yourself. Yeah. You know, I, I think a lot of guys too, just, just praying at the end, right. Sometimes a COT may have sort of a, a faith component, but, but, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head there, right. It's, you know, when we talk about faith, we're not talking about a, a religious set of beliefs or, you know, practices, right. It's really, mm -hmm. uh, we're not the center. Right. And that, and I think, you know, and everybody's at a different spot uh, in their journey there. Um, you know, as you're thinking about maybe some of those challenges in life or maybe those areas where the group steps in and, and you really find true community, you, you might share it a little bit deeper on, on any of those or totally fine if you don't want to, but. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, for instance, you know, my, uh, like I, like I was kind of saying earlier, I, I made a, I started a, my own, uh, kind of took my career on, on my own this, this last year and uh, I spent a month in Florida. That was you know, October, November. You know, I got back in December, and then I, I broke my hand and was out for six weeks. And then <laughs> once I was finally ready to get back after that, uh, my, my sister passed away in February. And it was actually, it was two days before my birthday, and I had a birthday queue set up that, uh, that Wednesday, which, um, you know, I, I was not able to, you know, plan a workout or even get up to work out. But, uh, you know, it was odd that, that I was able to get up that morning and I, I, I caught the guys at the end that, that were there and was able to, to you know, put together a, a COT and really just get in there and, and say some stuff out loud that I had been feeling that I, you know, perhaps had not been able to express elsewhere. And that, that would give me a lot of comfort. Yeah, I mean, you, you have to wonder, right, if without the group, where would you go to express some of those thoughts or feelings or just, um, like you said, just get it out, you know, so often we're, we just push it in further and then we and then never deal with it. But uh, that's pretty fresh, man. How are you doing today with things one day at a time? Yeah, 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 it's, yeah one, one day at a time, uh, you know, it's, it's been, it's been going and, uh, you know, and, and like I said, it, it's been nice to have other, I feel like you know, during that, that, that time, there was a lot, I, a lot of people were leaning on me and I felt like F3 was somewhere that I could lean on. And mm -hmm. that, uh, that, that feeling actually was, I, I don't know what I would have done without it, to be honest. Yeah. 
I love that, man. I, I, it's um, one of those things, right? Every guy needs F3 and, every, and F3 needs every guy. So I, I'm glad you were able to find a, a place to lean in. You know, the other sort of area of the third F I think about is the sort of community service aspect. Have you uh, had a chance to do any of those events or what's that been like for you? Yeah, you know, a, a little bit, uh, you know, uh, pit stop one of our, our our good buddies you know he his uh he's gone through some uh, personal uh you know cancer issues with his family and and i know the you know project pink is, is big with him and escobar and, and skids and that's uh so i you know we were involved in a, in a project that's a lot of the project pink fundraising and we we had uh, the project pink events this the last year the year before so um that's i think that's been great just to to get back to the community doing things like that. I guess, you know, I, I always make this joke that I always thought that I was a, a good person before F3 and I was going to participate in all these things and do these other extracurriculars and give back and things like that. But I wasn't doing those things. And then I guess, were you, I mean, I guess involved in, in, in doing things within the community or did F3 kind of catapult that and give you an opportunity to do that? Yeah, I, I believe it yeah, definitely definitely catapulted me into, yeah, I mean, like, for instance, I mean, I had donated blood in years, and then I've been going to the blood bank with you guys every, you know, couple times a year, so, you know, it's, uh, I, I feel, I feel like there is a, a lot of things, not necessarily that pressures you into doing it, but motivates you into doing it, where things that, you know, you know, life's busy, I don't have time, or I, I think I'm, yeah, exactly like you said, I think I'm a good person, I, I think about, I care about these things, but I just have never made time in my, my life for it. And I, I feel like seeing other, other men, you know, make time for it motivates me too. Oh, I'm curious too, you know, um, cause I, I've had a hard time getting buy-in from my M on a lot of the F3 activities, but it sounds like your, your M is, uh, she's, she's in, she's on board too. What, what do you think is the driver behind that? Yeah, you know, I think she's all in because it's it's um, it's been good for me. I mean, it's it's good high quality people and good high quality events that we're doing, and it's the opposite of you know where a lot of other people are, you know. And well, you're you're in sales too, right? So you just must be a better negotiator than me, right? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not quite. <laughs> no, do I, you feel like besides besides physically you've you've noticed any any changes anyone maybe even your m even mentioning something to you about it you know there's there's been cots that i've listened to that have made me more introspective where i look into the way i do things and the way i treat people and i feel like perhaps i may be trying better now in my life because of this yeah, I t totally agree. I mean, I think, you know, it's almost every COT, right, is like, you know, it's like, oh, man, I'm not doing that well or, you know, and um, but I think it's it's good that you have that sort of introspective spirit. Um, I love that. I You know, um, one of the things that I wanted to make sure we get a chance to talk with you about and you, you kind of hit on it earlier, but you, you know, you, so you come into the group, you get really engaged, you start leading um, and then was it like a year later, you and Escobar launched uh, Mission Forge? Walk us through that uh, sort of process. Yeah, yeah. And that, I think it kind of stemmed off a lot of, um, you know, when, when Mainstage had opened that August, 
there was a slew of, of new guys from the area and there, there wasn't a ton of this, you know, really far Southwest. Um, you know, we were going between, you know, Sarpy County and, and, uh, you know, Midtown West side, it felt like. So to have a couple sites in, in our little corner of town and I felt like Monday would have been a good time. It's, you know, it's 15 minutes to Red Wings, it's, you know, 20 minutes to, to, um, Titan Alley and, you know, 15, 20 minutes to the district. So I'm like, you know, if we got a Monday site right here, that, that would be just uh, good for, good for our, our, our neighborhood. And, uh, and yeah, it, ended, it proved to be real popular. You know, initially we were going to do a, a, another Murph site, but uh, we kind of felt with just bringing in so many new guys that the Murph being somewhat of an intimidating workout, uh, we just set it up as a regular beat down, but with a, with a Smurf option or a pre-Murph option. So we were still able to, to Murph every morning and then, and then get a, get a workout in and it, yeah, it proved to be popular. I mean, we were, we held pretty strong numbers all through the, through the winter and, and it was a, it was a great experience. That's great. And I feel like that's something we don't necessarily hit on is, is what actually goes into identifying your AO. Like what were you guys thinking about? I know you kind of talked about distance from one location to another, but what else kind of went into your thought process of identifying that location? Yeah. You know, we, we had looked at a couple of, uh, kind of looking at that corner, funny, funny story. Escobar and uh, Chippendale too. They, they were both really into the, the green beans coffee that's on 168th and Harrison. So we're like, well, what's around here? And there's the Mission Park right there. And then there was the, uh, the top couple elementary schools that we looked at. And uh, Mufasa actually lives right there in Mission Park. And he had been talking about doing that as well. So there's a lot of guys that, a lot of input that, um, that we took into kind of selecting that site. Um, and yeah, it ended up, uh, ended up being a great site. Yeah, I think you're you're spot on. I mean, the the location was key, and I love that. I mean, coffee, right? We know how key that is, so why not yeah. pick a local coffee shop? I think that's the only coffee shop I've seen that actually has. Um, was it, you and Escobar got them an F three mug, right? Or yeah, yep, they got a mug there on there on the shelf in there. Yep. Yeah, they've got some some F three swagger, and I'll I'll tell you if um if anybody likes a, a dirty chai tea, you know, so chai tea with espresso, they have the best one in town. So I, I'll just <laughs> tell you that um i do think the other thing you mentioned that you know pony kind of to your question i think it's how do we stay open to all men and realizing that like if we if we're trying to get new guys there aren't a lot of new guys that want to come in and just start with a murph you know and um i think that i think your idea is genius and we're actually replicating it or trying to in several other other areas because we recognize the murph is something that um it's just not appealing, you know, to a new guy or somebody that's early in their fitness journey, right? If I've never worked out before, uh, I don't want to do a Murph. That's why we're seeing like Coronado is a, a, another one getting great numbers. So um, that was a, a great idea on your guys' part. What, tell me about the name Mission Forge. What does that mean to you guys? You know, we, um, I think we had a couple different names lined up and I know, I think, yeah, OT was involved in the naming as well, but uh we wanted to kind of play off the, the mission park and then, and then uh, we really liked the name forge. So we kind of mission forge evolved from that. <laughs> it's kind of like a playoff of like iron sharpening iron type of deal. Yep. Exactly. Yep. We're forging where uh, like a, a forge where you, know, you can make each other stronger. And uh, like you said, iron sharpens iron. That's awesome. So, I guess talk to us about about your time as a as a site queue and 
what did you take from it? What were the highs? Were there any lows? I mean, whatever you feel like sharing here. Yeah, yeah. My time as a site queue. I mean, it it was great. Um, you know, it was it was really it was it was nice having a, a co site queue in Escobar. I mean, he's a very detail oriented guy, so he he was really great with the the schedules and and the the, the spreadsheets. Um, but uh, it also worked out well with me and him. You know, he, he travels a lot for work, and and I I do as well. So it, it was nice that you know there's a lot of times where one of us would be out of town. So, I mean, there was always someone there, which, which was nice. Um, but, uh, you know, really getting to know other guys. I mean, I, I, after my time there, I tried to, or once I started there, I, I realized, you know, after workouts, a lot of guys would reach out to me personally. And I, I tried to do that myself to reach out to other guys personally and, and invite them back, invite them to queue and, and really get to know a lot of PAX members I, I didn't know before. Yeah, that's the, the beauty of the PsyQ role, right, is you sort of have, we give you some additional resources so that you, you can, you know, connect with guys a little bit deeper and, and sort of steward their engagement or relationship with, with F3. What, um, what about like VQs, getting guys to, to queue their first workout? Were you able to, to help with that at all? Yeah, you know, we, we had a couple of VQs. The, the, the bad thing, one of the, one of the downsides of uh, we, we had our queue schedule set out kind of far at times <laughs> so sometimes you'd have a, a new guy coming in and you'd, you'd realize yeah this guy's a stud and then um, you'd want him to VQ but then uh, you know I can't get him in for you know, two months or, or whatnot so uh, but you know we, there was a lot of new guys that came through yeah, Mission Forge and, and, and uh, in main stage around the same time that you, know, you could identify as, as leaders uh, you know like Kickstand's one of the guys that came in and he was all in from the beginning and, you know, he really stepped up as well when I kind of had some of my, my personal struggles this winter, you know, my, my broken hand, I ended up having hand surgery and uh, I missed my, I, I believe I was supposed to queue on Christmas Eve and he filled in for me or the day after Christmas, he filled in for me. And uh, it same with him and Bayside filled in for, for, for me on my birthday queue there at main stage. So, um, you know, it, it was great to see guys step up like that. And, and, you know, that's, that's one of the reasons why we wanted him to, you know, take the, take the helm once we, once we gave it up. Hey, real quick, before we get into to kickstand and, and Chippendale, I remember you guys launched and I reached out like the week after you launched to get on the queue schedule. And the response I got from, from, it was either you or Escobar, Escobar, you were like, yeah, we can get you on there. The next opening is in January. It was like six months out. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys were on top of that queue schedule, man. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about, you know, as you're thinking about, you know, you're, you're a site queue and you're kind of watching who's going to be that next leader. Uh, and obviously you, you selected Kickstand and Chippendale, but what went into that decision for you guys? How did you land on those two? Yeah, you know, to be honest, Chippendale, he, he lives right here in the neighborhood with us. He's in the, he lives in Mission Park. Um, I, I live across in, in Mission, uh, Mission Hills. And, you know, he was kind of instrumental as well in, in selecting the site. And, you know, he was, he was one of the, the guys I talked to a lot in, when I first started. And, and he had been, I think he's been in for a year, year and a half longer than I have. So he, he's been around for a while. And, uh, you know, I, I felt like he was uh, instrumental in us starting that site and, and definitely wanted him to be involved in, in, in taking it over. Um, and then kind of like I said with kickstand, I mean, he, he came up and, and he was all in right off the bat. And, uh, you know, he showed a lot of leadership when, you know, filling in and 
taking over cues for guys that like myself when I was injured and, and, you know, showed, showed a lot of leadership in that. And I, I, those two guys are, are just great guys. And uh, I felt like they would take it and put it in great hands with them. So how does that work with uh, dual side cues? Do you guys both get to pick one guy or do you get to veto his vote or how? <laughs> you get to yeah, come you know, to a consensus? Yeah, I mean, it was it was funny to, with me, me and Escobar. I mean, we, we kind of both had our ideas and, and, you know, both those guys were at the top of our both our lists. I mean, it was um, – it really wasn't even much discussion. I'm like, you know, Kickstand and, and Chippendale, and they're both, both right up there. <laughs> That's awesome. No, that's good. And, you know, it's good that, that you got, you know, Chippendale, you're right, has been in for a while and, you know, getting him more engaged or keeping him engaged through a, a leadership role, definitely a good, good idea there. Um, tell us, you know, one of the things that, that we uh, sort of like to ask for is just sort of from your perspective, you know, you, as you've been in this for a couple of years now, you've led a site, what sort of uh, advice or encouragement would you have for maybe other, other leaders or other, other packs uh, just to kind of keep, keep pushing forward, keep accelerating. Yeah. Um, you know, like you know, advice I would say is just definitely lean into, lean into the other guys, um, you know, lean on them if you need to. And, you know, every, I try to, if I'm at a, a workout and there's a guy I've never seen before, never met before, I try to try to introduce myself, try to engage, you know, and, uh, and keep them engaged. And that's, I think that's one of the biggest things that keeps F3 in Omaha, at least expanding like crazy, like it is, is, you know, these new guys are coming in and they're, 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 uh, they're all in as well. So I would say just keep, keep engaging the new packs and, and, uh, and yeah, keep it, keep it growing. Yeah. I think that's a recipe for, for some success here um, in F3 Omaha for sure. Um, and that's for, new guys and that's for vets too. just keep reaching out connecting um you know we like to use this as an opportunity too to ask you personally if there's any words of encouragement that you could use if some of the packs see you out there um thoughts and prayers anything anything that you would like to share with us that maybe you'd like some encouragement for yeah you know i just uh um i really just want to keep my my, uh, you know, my family and, and your prayers, especially, you know, my, my dad and my stepmom losing my sister, you know, just it's only been, I guess it's already been four months now, which is, is crazy. But, uh, yeah, it's been, definitely been a trying time and, uh, you know, having, having someone to lean on has been, been good for my, my mental health. Well, I, yeah, I, I'm, it's tough. Um, and I just want to encourage you to keep coming out and I'm, and I'm happy that, that you are, um, that's a, that's a tough thing to deal with, but for you to recognize that you've got some guys here that are willing to be there for you, I think is a, is a huge step. Yo, are, um, are you, are you in a ahead. space where you're comfortable? I mean, you've kind of told us about it here, but like, are you comfortable talking about it one-on-one -on -one with guys or, or what's your, you prefer, we just give you a fist bump, say praying for you, or, you know, are you, are you okay if guys ask questions or, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm definitely open to it. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's, you know, anyone that I feel like with F3, I mean, if there's anyone that's a workout, it's not, they're not a stranger, you know, they're part of the brotherhood and, and I'm open to, to sit down and chatting with anybody in the group. Well, we certainly appreciate the vulnerability and, and even being willing to open and talk about it. So we'll, we'll definitely respect your wishes here. 
Um, on a somewhat lighter note, uh, if you had an option, what would you name your episode of The Gloom? Huh. I don't even know, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, this could surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We can do that, too. We've, we've done that, too. Yeah, you you never thought through like if I could if I had a, a book or a TV show or a movie made after me, here's what I would call it. Maybe that's just me. The, the I think that's just you, Blake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll text you later if I think of something. <laughs> okay, awesome. One other question, uh, just um, sort of as we're wrapping up here. So so during our our five year uh, week anniversary, Tater and and Wait Time did a workout down at the woodshed, and they kind of had this COT and uh, just a really good question. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on. So um, the question is, what what was something that uh, you thought was important when you started F three? And what do you realize is more important now? That's a, yeah, that's a good question. Everyone has their, their vices. And I guess I, you know, before F3, I mean, I may have been, yeah, I've never had a, I guess, I thought it was important to have to, you know, go out drinking to have a good time or to, to meet guys or to socialize. And I, I feel like I really, uh, was able to, you know, open up more without the, a social lubricant, you could say. <laughs> that and, um, you know, another thing, I, I always had a problem with, um, not a problem, but just a, I definitely was a, a nervous speaker, public speaker. I always had uh, a lot of anxiety when it came to, I mean, even speaking in front of a group of coworkers, but I feel like after a couple of years of F3 and, and leading workouts and, and speaking in front of, I mean, the, you know, 55 guys that showed to our, our shovel flag launch, you know, or pass it's, it's, uh, uh, get over that anxiety real quick. <laughs> well, then look at you today. You're on the most popular podcast in the United States. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I love that, man. Cause that, I think that's the sort of the, you know, confidence, right. Helping guys build confidence and that transforms to, to reinvigorated male community leadership, you know? So I, I think that's great. And, and I love that you've, uh, receive that, you know, and that you've leaned into that. So that's awesome. I, anything else that you feel like maybe part of your story or something you'd want people to know that, that maybe we didn't cover? Yeah. You know, like uh, one of the things too, I mean, I, I know I briefly touched on it before, but uh, you know, just talking to guys and meeting guys that, that at a workout you never met before. It was, uh, it was last July. I was at the uh, danger zone and that's when I met, met wrecking ball from F3 Des Moines. And he let me know, you know, we were in the same kind of career field and, you know, asked for a resume and, and then, you know, three months later I was quitting my job and going out on my own and all strictly because of him. And, uh, you know, I've been way more, you know, working a lot harder, but a lot more successful in my career, I feel. And it's just, you know, someone like that to, to, you know, push me to, to, to do that, do it. And, and, uh, I'm better for it. So it's, it's odd that just random guys that you might meet at a workout that you might never see again, you know, you, you'd make a, a quick connection having a cup of coffee or going on a pre-run and, and could completely change, you know, your, your career path or your life path. So. Yeah, that's cool. And wrecking ball is he's from Des Moines, right? So he's F3 Des Moines guy, right? Yep. Yep. He's F3 Des Moines guy. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I really appreciate you just taking time to share your story, man. And i um, excited to, to connect with you in the gloom. And um, for those that are, 
you know, obviously listening to the podcast, this guy just drove home from uh, Sioux City. Yep, Sioux City. <laughs> with, his, with his dog in the back of the car. Um, and, you know, successfully uh, was vulnerable and, and demonstrated leadership, man. So I, I love it. Uh, appreciate you. Um, we'll yeah. do a little name-a-rama. Yeah, let's do it. All right, I'll start us off here. Brandon Fleehardy, 37, The Plague. The Plague. Oh. John over 31, Pony Express. Pony, nay. Yeah. And uh, Adam Ellenberger, 39, Yogi. Yogi. Boo-boo. Boo-boo. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for your yeah, time. Thanks. Appreciate you guys having me. All right, brother. Have a good night.